What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Composer Chats. I'm your host, Max Casaza, and here at Composer Chats, we aim to discuss all of the things that help us become better compositionally, whether it's music or writing or video, Um, just a combination of all the things that I really like doing. And so we talk about all the principles that can help you progress on your journey, Uh, the journey of an artist is, um, well, it's, um, it includes a lot of twists and turns and, you know, you, you want to search for your tried and true ways of doing things, which takes a lot of trials and, you know, error. So hopefully this podcast can, uh, shed some light on the things that work across artistic mediums. Today, we're going to talk about the Lydian chromatic concept. And this concept has been around a while. It's just that, uh, you know, no one really gave the man who created it the credit he deserves. Okay, so the guy who came up with this, his name is George Russell, and he passed away in the early 2000s, but he struggled painstakingly over two years with tuberculosis, and during that time, he came up with this theory, and this theory was also supplemented by uh, the knowledge of Miles Davis because they were both in the hospital together. And and so George was working on it, but he also included, uh, you know, Miles's uh, wisdom and experience wherever he could. So it was a collaborative process. It wasn't one person in a vacuum coming up with a theory it was a genius music theorist coming up with a a very practical music theory um, with the help of the greatest players of all time including Bill Evans and Ornette Coleman John Coltrane they were all a part of this And uh, when he first asked, he asked Miles, Miles, what is your musical aim? And Miles said, I want to learn all the changes. And he goes, George goes, but you're Miles Davis. Don't you know them already? You went to Juilliard, you got a degree etc. And Miles Davis goes, he, he said something like, 
you know, my understanding is, is still fairly incomplete. And so George knew at that moment that he had to find a more intricate way of relating chords to scales than anything that had been previously developed. Um, because even people who understood what George called the concept much later in history, even though it was developed then, there was this understanding of what it was very far back in history, uh, as early as Bach and even before him. So this natural order of sound that we that we uh, that we sort of assembled as the Lydian grammatic concept has been around for a very long time and it just took this genius saint of a man to finally compile the thinking of so many fantastic composers of history and giving us uh, a very pragmatic way of looking at their compositions. Because if you don't look at them this way, you're kind of left with an incomplete understanding of how these players play. If you're only thinking about music in terms of the major scale, and you're not thinking modally, um, you miss out on as much as 50% of the possibilities in music, harmonically speaking, and I guess melodically too. So George knew that there was more to this than major, and I can demonstrate so here is the the uh, you know Western European classical music harmony that we're used to hearing. Okay. So we got.
Okay, let's contrast that with the possibilities that you have within the Lydian scales, like this. If you take anything away from this episode, it's just that the use of Lydian scales have a has a more futuristic kind of quality. That's the best way I can explain it right now. It's like more free floating. So that I'll leave you with that today. Just meditate on the difference between a horizontal sound of having to go somewhere and come back versus scales that teach you to be in a state of being instead of becoming. found this episode valuable uh, if you did please subscribe to my youtube channel maxwell casaza composer thank you <laughs>